And uh, welcome everybody to uh, our Wednesday night uh, Hello Vineyard podcast. We're coming to you uh, live from uh, from our houses, and we're making some adjustments because uh, we just got things running here a minute ago, and uh, and so we're very happy to be with you. And I got to pull a couple things up on the computer. So Douglas, why don't you chat for a minute while I do that? Yeah, so uh, excited about today's show. We're on the Zoom. Uh, usually with our podcasts, we use one software. We're trying it on Zoom for a couple weeks to see if uh, to see how that goes. Because the last couple of weeks, we've had some technical difficulties. Could be on my end, could be something unforeseen. There was my wife in the corner there. Um, so we've got notes loaded up. I'm loading up the chat for the stream that takes right. a couple seconds and i want to make sure that i don't hear that we do have one comment georgina says hi hi georgina Georgina's betsy on, says uh, hey from maysville georgia i want to get my facebook loaded up too so i can so i can watch everybody the cat just used the uh, sandbox behind the cat you did she likes to bless me like that so, yeah uh, a little gift i'm always from... excited about a little gift that way yeah very nice the heart yeah, yeah. <laughs> always uh always a uh, wow. time it's quite the stream we have talking about your your cat our cat uh yeah our cat all <laughs> right i'm getting facebook up let me make sure my volume is down it is the cat's happy i just need to pull up the one more thing where did that go all right let's load that up in here and uh pull up the documents and i can see what we're talking about there it is and where are you douglas there we go okay very cool now the cat's up on the windowsill i am watching everybody live as soon as i push that button okay very good i see uh sharon's up betsy's up georgina's on very nice welcome 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 to wednesday night show and uh all right, so don't forget, every week we push this, but we'll keep pushing it. Get the app. Get the Keys Vineyard app. If you don't have it on your device, you're missing out. Everything is there. We got all kinds of neat stuff going on. And um, I'm opening it up right now. We want you to check that out. Just um, got the grape guy right there. I have my light in the shot, so it's like kind of hard to do. But It is a little hard to see, yeah. But, uh, but that's all good. Looks like uh, Joe is on a future VO resident. So we're glad about him. And, uh, my... Oh, Joe. Okay. He's a, he's a good family friend of my in-laws. So yeah. oh, cool. I didn't know he was coming to VO. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, she likes my fall decor. Yeah. That's for the, for the cat. Uh, we have the nice chair back there for the cat. So <laughs> that's it's very themed. exciting. You have matching blankets on the cat chair and yeah, uh, yeah. the windowsill. Yeah. We like to keep things like that. So, uh, so yeah, we're ready for fall, and uh, I talked about the app already. Oh, great. Let's pray for the people right now um, in uh, Louisiana, Texas, and everywhere yeah. along there as that storm comes in. I was thinking today um, that feeling. Of, yeah. Uh, I was, it was bringing up memories of a few years ago. You know, we're coming up on the three-year anniversary of Irma, and I can remember that that storm. It was so huge, just like this one, you know, and it was just coming, and 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 that that feeling of um, 
helplessness, knowing that, you know, I, I was trusting in God the whole time, but that whole feeling of what does this mean and what's coming and what, you know, you have your houses and all those things, you know, you were grateful that you, we all evacuated, families evacuated. And, uh, uh, and so we knew that that part was good, but, you know, it was just so unsettled and, yeah. and it, was, it, it was hard. That was Irma 2017 <laughs> was my first hurricane as a homeowner, which has a completely different feel. You know, it's a lot different when you're a kid and you're like, dad, let's go on another vacation. Because yeah. <laughs> I think in 2004 and 2005, we evacuated eight times, like something absurd like that, you know. But uh, Irma, like I can just remember sitting in my house, which it was a fixer upper when we bought it. And that was pre any renovation. It's like, man, I'm going to lose everything. And, uh, it, you know, it, we lived through a war zone for a while, you know, but. God does restore stuff, you know, he yeah. restores everything, you know, and it's just, it's hard when you have a cate- almost category five hurricane staring you in the face, you know, to, to, to know that it's going to be okay. So that's, we definitely want to pray for those people. Cause yeah, I remember being in that boat completely. Yeah. So let's pray. Lord, I pray right now for everybody in the path of that, uh, of that storm and ask God that you would just be with them, protect them, help them to be settled in who you are. Anybody Lord who's stayed behind, oh, just a, an extra measure of protection, God, for them. And um, um, uh, God, as, as people are, are um, getting ready to go and help bless them. And, and uh, God, I, I pray that you would just uh, be with people in a very real way during this storm and, and settle their hearts. And uh, God, um, uh, just just be in the midst, Lord, we pray and ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. You know, I'm, I was thinking too, um, you know, we partner with Convoy of Hope and uh, they're already pre-positioned in the area. And so um, they'll be in there helping very soon and, and uh, we'll, we'll support that effort um, also just because it's important for us to do that. Um, and so, yeah, keep all those people in your prayers. Uh, and again, I, for a lot of us down here, um, it's, it's stirring up some, uh, some, just some memories of that whole time. So uh, there and you then go. They've got the added challenge of a pandemic too. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I, we, we were the, one of the problems we had with Irma was the way it was coming the whole state was a mess. Mm-hmm. And so normally, you know, they're come across and we can kind of just run up, a little bit and get out of the way. And there was hardly anywhere for us to go. Everything was full because everybody above us was leaving. And, um, and you shifted a couple times. Cause I think you started what in the West coast, then you went to the East coast, then you went to the West coast. Was that right? No, no. no. Well, so um, we left here and went to Tampa, but then Tampa was shutting down because it was going to be a cat three up there. And so <laughs> yeah, it, did it was miserable. And so, so I was up there before, and I was just before the, the day that this, the, the day before it came, we moved from Tampa to Fort Lauderdale um, because Fort Lauderdale was going to get it less than Tampa was supposed to get it. And, um, and so we did. We drove across the state and, and uh, you know, found a place before we left because everybody had gotten out of there um, early. And so we got a hotel room there. Uh, we stayed there. And then, you know, the hotels lost power there in Fort Lauderdale. And we were up on the fourth floor. So it was it was a hauling luggage and then and you had the cat the dog and then sarah was there yeah. with her five children and their the cats and dog and yeah we had a, yeah, that's, we had we a were, big 
my evacuation story was a lot better. We were actually supposed to take the youth group to rock the universe. So we had this, you know, four bedroom Airbnb booked. So we just decided to share it with the Senekis and we extended the stay for a while. So the Senekis and my part of the Laws family had this vacation home. We were right next to a pool in a gated community. We had power back in a day. So like there, we had a little bit of the storm even in Kissimmee, but we, you know, had it much better than you guys did. Yeah. And then we started hunting hotels in Fort Lauderdale that had power. So we moved once and then we moved again. Uh, mm. Got everybody situated. All of that happened in a few days time too. And then I came back. The storm came Monday. I got back. I left everybody up there and came back on a Friday. I got, I got a way back in so we could start helping people. But just a crazy time. Yes. So uh, we're definitely praying for those folks up there. We have a giveaway coming up on the 5th. That's oh, this. So, uh, that's not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. Is it the fifth or the third? No, it's the fifth. It's, it's a fifth. Saturday. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chef Matt got involved, and he's gonna do another of the his vid- vineyard uh, videos. I hope on how to do things. It's brisket and rolls and uh, beans. It'll be a nice barbecue meal. So we're really excited about doing that, and we'll be giving that away on uh, the fifth, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday from nine to eleven. So uh, really looking forward to blessing people with that. Um, don't forget, I also do a podcast on Tuesdays that I call Vine Press, where I answer questions from last week's message. So uh, so if you'd like to uh, get involved with that, that would be cool. And you can ask me questions. If you go to any of the websites, there's a, there's a just look for a tab that says Vine Press Questions, and you can click that, and you can give me a question there. And uh, I will do my best to answer that. So that's pretty good. And... Uh, what else we got coming up, Doug? Let's see. Why don't you talk about your sermon coming up in Unshakable Foundation Part Nine? Oh, you want to get there already? Okay. Well, that's you know, we we don't we normally well sometimes I shouldn't say normally because it's like half and half. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. It all depends on if we're prepared to have a guest or not. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, I uh, I um. I'm excited about this week's message. Of course, I'm, I'm usually excited about the message, which is good because you wouldn't really want to come if I was like, eh. Uh, no, it, it, that's a bad sign when the pastor's like, eh. I got nothing for this week. Stay home. Now, I, uh, we're continuing on this series we're doing, and we're going to be in Matthew 28 this week, uh, in particular, uh, uh, verses 16 through 20, which you know most people know is sort of the Great Commission. Um, but there's a lot of stuff going on in there that I don't think people – often see. And, uh, and so I'm excited about a couple of things. I almost hate to give them away uh, before we get there. But um, I'll give you some hints. Um, let me see, because there's something it says, and it's, see, there's nothing wasted in scripture. So little things are important, you know, the, the, and so uh, the, it starts in verse 16 with, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee. And, and there's something there that's really cool because uh, this was, you know, after crucifixion, resurrection. So Judas isn't around anymore. And, and you could deduce that, but, but Matthew writes it in there, 11 disciples. There's something about that that we need to uh, take a good look at. And I, I don't want to, you can think about it, but I'm not going to tell you what it is before we get to it. But uh, but that's pretty significant, and I think it's going to be very helpful for some people when, uh, when, we, when we talk about it. 
Um, and so verse 16 and 17, very cool verses that most people don't really sort of take into authority, into uh, account. And then we're going to talk about authority because uh, he says all authority in heaven and earth uh, has been given to me. And I think a lot of times when we, we don't have any issue with thinking that all authority on heaven is his, but on earth, because uh, that when you figure that out, that that's true, it changes the way that you look at things. And uh, we have to figure out how to balance living in a fallen world on a broken planet with the reality that Jesus has come and he's going to come back, but he's already come. And so, so the kingdom is here. And, and so uh, it, it's already here. There's still a mess and that's where we struggle with it. But I think when you, when you realize that um, he has all authority now, um, ultimately when we're face to face with Jesus, I said this the other day, we're going to realize he's much gooder than we ever thought. <laughs> and, uh, and so we, you, you, you have to kind of think about that, but, uh, but we'll, we'll be looking at that together and, and uh, we'll, you know, I'm going to sort of review. See, initially in the, in the creation story, you know, God, wanted to partner with us to subdue the earth. That was how he wanted to do it. I don't know why he wanted to do that. That's how he wanted to do it. God wants to fellowship with us, and he wanted to partner with us to subdue the earth because um, Eden was, was like the place that's like the picture of the cosmic temple. And the rest of the planet was good, but it wasn't like Eden. And so we were to go, the whole idea was partner with God and make the rest of the planet like Eden. That was that was the initial plan, but the fall happened. And so we lost the authority that we'd been given and the enemy got it. Satan got it. He had that authority until the cross. And then Jesus wins it back. Um, now Jesus has it. Now he sends us out in now his authority and we're partnering once again with God to go and subdue the earth uh, until he returns. We're supposed to be making an impact now. And, and so a lot of things are tying together. You know, last week I had us in a harvest season and, and, you know, between, you know, the fourth and the fifth feasts and what that means. And so all of those things are coming up and we'll talk about that in the message um, this week and how he's done that. And then uh, where to go and make disciples. The command there is to make disciples, not go. But a lot of times I think people have been, have thought that it was go. That means we're supposed to, you know, it, they think when they read that, well, that means we, we leave everything that we know and we go somewhere else. Uh, you know, we go, he wants us to go, you know, get on a ship or planes and go somewhere. But, uh, but the, the command is actually make disciples. And, and really the, the language there is, as you go, make disciples. It's really, listen, as you live this life, make disciples. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're, and a disciple is just... Uh, ultimately what it means is someone who decides to follow Jesus and listen to him. That's, that's really what it is. It's not about, you know, um, uh, sort of, some people think a disciple is, you know, somebody really mature in the Lord, but that's not true because if you look at the original disciples, they were a mess, uh, um, you know, throughout their, their, their journey until, until later as they, as they actually matured. So um, we have that going on. And then there's another neat, connection when it says I'm with you always that I want to talk about and there's some powerful stuff that go with that so um, that's what I'm going to be looking at you can get ready for the message by reading Matthew 28 and uh, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to spending that time 
um, with you guys on that message and all that that means. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll come out well. You know, it's Wednesday. I'm, you know, I, I'm still, I just let it now roll around in my brain until Saturday evening is the first time I get to do it. And then, sure. and then, you know, I do it Saturday evening and then I think about it some more. <laughs> so, and then it, it usually gets a final little something on for Sundays. The final draft, yeah, is on Sunday. So do you ever just practice your messages or not anymore? You know, because I know some speakers will actually like do their message beforehand, but that's not really your style, huh? Now, I have friends that do that, and they're probably much better preachers than I am. Um, I, I'm just, you know, I go over it in my head, but I don't actually uh, practice. I was watching um, a thing this week earlier. Uh, I, you know, I, I work with some students, and I've got them looking now at some uh, Putty Putman stuff, who's a great vineyard pastor. Young guy, he's brilliant. He's a, he's a physicist. And... Uh, uh, he was uh, he was talking about how at his church, which is a big church, they actually on Tuesdays videotape the message for the following weekend. So who's ever going to speak speaks on Tuesday, and they videotape it, and then they have a whole team of people that sort of edit it, pick it apart, go through it, make changes, get ready for everything else. And I'm like, that's really cool, but it would take. <laughs> It would take a lot of effort. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, I, so, so that's probably one of the advantages of being a small church like us that we're like, yeah, yeah, that, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, uh, just we're a get or done kind of place, you know. Yeah, yeah. I see. Keep. I keep seeing children in underwear yeah. running, running yeah. through the door back there. We're doing our part to conserve water. We don't, yeah. you know, the kids yeah. only wear their little whitey tighties. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> so, nor normally it's closed, and I have the camera pointed away from the door but it just wasn't yeah. cooperating with me today alice and i were talking this week and uh about uh sermons that haven't worked at all and and actually we were talking about a, it was it started with a bible study we were talking about because we were talking about the book of uh philemon which is you know a very small one pager yeah, yeah yeah very small and i um, we were talking about that, and I said, I remember that. That was the worst. I remember that being the worst Bible study that I've ever led. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, I, I got into it, and it just went nowhere. I felt nothing, no connection. And I can remember busting out in a sweat and just wanting it to be over. And uh, it was not good. And, and, uh, and then on one Sunday, um, and this was a long time ago, when we, we had an early service, but we used to meet in, an, in a room upstairs. It was very small. And uh, we had made a room like a little chapel. And because it was such a small group, I would just not have everybody in the big room. I took them up there. And I can remember preaching a sermon there. And I had that same experience where it just didn't work. And uh, I had about 45 minutes between that one and the next and the other one. And I totally made an, I totally wrote a new sermon because <laughs> I couldn't do, I didn't even have, wasn't even any of the other stuff. It just didn't work. Um, but that was, you know, younger, uh, you know, now, you know, I'm, that, that's not usually the case, although I think sometimes, you know, week to week, some are better than others, but, uh, well, like this last weekend, I changed the lights on you 
and you can't you walk blind Saturday. <laughs> and so Saturday he's got these blinding lights on him. He immediately texts me after service, you have to fix the lights now. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I was like, I was trying to get rid of a shadow. And yeah. you were like, Well, good job, but now I can't see and I'm nauseous. Yeah. I so. I was the lights were so and the here's the problem is I don't want to make a fuss because there's people there and we're recording oh, yeah. and people watching online. But literally the lights are so bright in my eyes. <laughs> That I can't see anybody sitting out there, and they're giving. I get this massive headache that makes me feel nauseous, and I'm like, "Okay, you just have to push through this." And then we finished, and I did. I texted, and it was a very kind text. Well, I I could, you know, that's. I can tell when there's a sense of urgency in even your text messages. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of what what has changed because yeah, I don't well, ever remember this before. <laughs> So, yeah, now I brought it down. I would like it a little brighter from a production perspective, but we're not going to make you sick. So No, please. If, yeah, if it looks a little dim during the sermon, during the live stream, I'm sorry. Yeah. I tried. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was squinting. It was so bright. I wanted my sunglasses, but that would look <laughs> – then I'd look like a cult leader. So uh, Yeah, I, we want to avoid any association with the occult for yeah. sure. I was just looking at the comments here and uh, – uh, somebody they remind me of a joke so let me say hi to carol and the joke is uh um what do you call the hippie's wife mrs hippie that's funny <laughs> no mrs. it's terrible it's not funny it's, at all well i you know that was the uh that's good that you normally give but, but when some, someone says something that you have absolutely no interest in. Oh, that's so good. So, like, I have to do that to my kids all the time. They'll just start talking about Minecraft. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I, uh, I don't know what they're doing now. Because there's this – Minecraft's a fascinating game. You can do anything you want. And there's this mode called creative mode. And Reed's maniacal. He's, he's building volcanoes made out of TNT, and then he just explodes it and laughs. <laughs> what happens there's like cats and dogs raining from the sky i'm like guys let's you know just build a little house (laughs) so anyway do you see joe asked if you ever fill in for me and give a sermon occasionally uh by occasionally it's like once a year (laughs) i I kind of hog the pulpit yeah and i feel bad because we have an amazing staff and they're all they're all gifted teachers all of them everybody uh, you know doug can preach really well georgina preaches well fran preaches well obviously billy preaches very well uh i'm missing people now barry preaches well jerry preaches well all of them so uh i i could turn it over a lot of time but i'm you know you're you love what you're doing yeah and you know you've had such a good pulse on the community yeah, you know, especially you know, not that you weren't great before Irma, but after Irma, I felt like the community pulse was like spot on, you know, yeah. and definitely very passionate about the scripture. And you know, we have a very small staff at church, so like trying to do a sermon on top of what I'm already doing can sometimes be stressful. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. Well, when anybody does to do something like that, it it just it puts gets a added. Big it's load not on everybody. Yeah. Nothing gets subtracted. It's no. okay. Well, this yeah. is on top of everything else too. Right. So, yeah. So mostly I do it, but uh, but they've all they all can do it. Douglas, for a while, we usually asked to do. We actually, how long did we do that that uh, that service every week where you preached? 
we did a, a Sunday night thing for, I want to say, half a year, a year, and we just couldn't get it to take Didn't off. We do it, a, it, was it a night thing or was it like 1230? We, we did a one o'clock thing for a bit, and then we tried it at night. And that's just Sunday at one is a hard time for Big Pine Key, Florida to have a church service. The Miami Vineyard has a one o'clock service, right. but it's Miami, completely different culture up there. So we, we, you know, we tried the Spanish service at 1230 and we gave that a good effort and, right. it, you know, it, it just yeah. couldn't, couldn't grow it the yeah. way we wanted to. No. But, you know, Georgina got a lot of pulpit time in Spanish there. She was the only one who could have pulled that off. So yeah, she did a good job. Yep. And then we did a, uh, we, we tried to do a liturgy service because I wanted to do one on Sunday night. <laughs> you were in a big Anglican kick for a while. And then <laughs> dad made Fran and I, Pastor Fran and myself, altar boys. <laughs> so we're just standing there with the elements like, really? I, I have a master's degree. Here I am. I'm an altar boy. <laughs> okay, here you go. <laughs> I, 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 wanted, I wanted that to happen. Yes. But it just, it just couldn't make it happen. So, you know. You we were like, so. so many of our people want this. I'm like, so many of them don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't always get it right. You just do the best you can. But I, I felt, and you know, it might have been just for me for a while. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it was good for you to lead services like that because you'd never yeah. led a service like that. You know, no. it was all and we had. We, we had probably a dozen people that were pretty faithfully coming to it. Um, but it was a lot because we were doing all the regular services, then coming back. So, uh, yeah, because yeah, in, in ministry, we get exhausted after Sundays, you yeah. know, because especially when you only work one day a week, it's like when you have to work, <laughs> it's just tiring, you know. <laughs> well, some people won't know that you're joking. <laughs> The, the tired part is it's very what we do. There's uh, because there's a level of there's a level of attack that happens. It's very real that you have to push through. Um, and um, if you're if you're really trying to do your best, you're you're sort of empty and out. You you know you give it away. You 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 pour your bucket out, um, and then uh, you have to sort of refresh. So it can be very hard. And you know we're we're doing it four times on the weekend. And he's he's joking because we work yeah, we, we, we work. work often. Uh, yeah. uh, there's lots of things that go on that we do now. I, I um, in this season, we were extremely busy right when COVID hit because we started doing all those outreaches, and so we were really and and we kept having church. We were just doing it online, but we were doing it, um, uh, and so uh, we were really doubling up and going really hard. We did that for you know several weeks um uh, well actually like 10 weeks okay that was quite a long time yeah. and then we just when we got back to doing uh, church in the beginning of may we cut we cut the outreaches down to you know once a week and then we've got them down now to about once a month so the last month or so has been a little less than everything that we had but we're still really busy it takes a lot to put on a uh, a weekend of celebrations there's a lot of behind the scenes things that take place. So, uh, so yeah, we've been, uh, we've been going at it. All right. Well, that's good. How about the worship set? What you got? Yeah. So I'm excited. We're actually, um, I'm trying to get the group in for a little practice tomorrow and I'll probably stream it. Cause I want to do a test on our live streaming equipment. 
So, um, and we'll probably just do the set for this weekend during that. So if you do want a sneak peek, it will be this uh, tomorrow afternoon at some time. And I'm not going to tell you when, because I just want you to see and be surprised. But anyway, uh, we're going to start with the uh, new song we've been doing from Hillsong, Awake My Soul. Love that song. Uh, that'll be followed up by Blessed Assurance. And uh, the, the arrangement we do is done by Jeremy Riddle. He did a set with uh, this movement worship circle it was just a bunch of artists and they came together and made a record but that was a good arrangement and then uh kimmy's actually trying a new song called famous for and it that's done by Taryn wells and uh jen johnson comes in so she's gonna do that one and uh it's been on the backing house music at church and so she's like oh we should do this song i was like okay and you know she actually told me you never do songs i tell you to do <laughs> so i was That's like oh. funny <laughs> so she's doing that one and then uh we're gonna end with uh a modern classic elevation worships won't stop now uh from their 2018 album so that's the set for this weekend and we're, we're still tweaking stuff with the sound system and I was working on cameras and lights. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to the stream this weekend and church this weekend. Good. Yeah, me too. I just had to, uh, my, I can't watch the thing on Facebook. It keeps going away, but I don't think the stream is stopping. So no, I see it. It's live. We I, have... I, I don't know why I'm having issues, but who knows? It's on my iPad. So, uh, so I can't always see everything that's going on, but that's okay. Yeah, so I'm excited for worship. Worship been uh, really good. So um, I'm I'm very blessed. I uh, uh, I'm always uh, one of the things that I'm I'm thankful for at, at church is the the worship and the experience of worship. I, I think it's phenomenal. I, it, it, you know, my, perhaps not everybody does, but for me, it's. Uh, it's a real blessing to be uh, to be there and be engaged in worship that way. So, well, what can I say except <laughs> it's not me? <laughs> I almost went there, quoted uh, Maui, but uh... <laughs> no, it, it's it, you know God is so good. It's all the Holy Spirit, and you know I just try to do the best I can with all the resources we've been giving, and just prevent any distractions of any kind happening you know so yeah. that's been my goal with that georgina asked me a question and i like answering questions you get all the questions because you're the the wiser one but uh she asked how do i decide who sings what song and um it, you know as i'm listening i'll kind of like hear the voice and you know i'll see if that matches any of our vocalists and be like oh you should do this one um, so that if I pick out a song for them, it'd be because, oh, this song reminds me of this person or this vocalist sounds like this person, you know. Um, other times the vocalist will get to pick songs they lead and I just kind of make it happen and that's good too. So it's kind of a, a mix of that. And then there's also you tell me what to do. And, you know, a lot of times that goes through the set. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, but not often. Every now and again, I'll have uh, I'll yeah. have a song. I'm like, oh, I really would like to hear that song. Yeah, and if and, it goes well with the message, that's nice. But um, yeah. you know, I'm just usually I'm arranging a team and picking out a set based on who's there and trying to make it as smooth as possible. Because it's nice when you know you have the same key and there's some you know 
thematic consistency going. That doesn't always happen. And sometimes you have to make an abrupt key change and that's fine too. That's, you know, we have click tracks and stuff that make it so we can do that easier. Cause like for me during a worship set, one of my least favorite moments <laughs> and if I watch it on another church's stream, it just kind of makes me cringe. It's where the whole band stops. Everyone changes the page on the music stand <laughs> and then begins again. <laughs> so I've spent my career making sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> well, you know, back in the day when I was, when I was involved, that's how we did it. You, had to you, you couldn't have done it before, you know, yeah. iPads. And if you didn't memorize the songs, you know what I mean? So, yeah. We have all of our music on iPads and I'm able to control that with the software we use as we're playing, you know, not to go into any uh, fancy talk. And, um, but yeah, like the, the page turning, I remember being a kid and all I had to do was play guitar. So I'd memorize the songs and that was great. You know, being in the church team, I didn't have to do that or I'd put it at my feet, but that's, you know, worship leaders love talking about music stand stuff. But now, you know, I, I've got a little button that you can press on the iPad. Sometimes you still go with the paper, and that's fine, too. That, you know, that's the kind of thing that bothers me. It doesn't bother everybody. No. You know, yeah. turn the page. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So on the rare times now when I used to have, when I have to get up there and do some worship or something, I usually have my papers with me because I can see them, and I'm, I, you know, just what I'd rather do. But uh, they get mad at me when I spread them out everywhere. What look are you going to do? Look at Georgina. She's around me too much. Is it Ableton? That's one of the, the softwares I use. Good job, Georgina. I, I even liked Georgina's comment. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, Bonnie says uh, hi, and uh, we say hi back uh, for Maine. Good, great. Glad you're here. Yes, we're thankful the hurricane missed us as well, and uh, we're praying for Texas and Louisiana as uh as you said, we, we've been doing that. We'll continue to do that. So that's good. Um, what else? We got anything else? You know, I think we, we sort of went over everything we're doing for the week. And, uh, you know, it's always great talking about behind the scenes ministry stuff. So I think on that note, we'll uh, tell everybody today's sponsors say goodbye vineyard so the hello vineyard podcast is sponsored by the keys vineyard community church your vineyard community church in big pine key florida uh you can log on to keysvineyard.com or we have keys vineyard church online or what what are all the websites you're the website guy you can go keysvineyard.com gets you to the one that visitors kind of use and keysvineyard.info will get you to the vineyard church online one where it's more of the sort of, for those of you that are having a regular online experience, uh, you know, that we have a lot of people that watch that, that would be the place I would recommend. Although, you know, I say that, and at the same time, there's a lot of them that watch on Roku or the Apple TV channel or on YouTube or mm. Facebook. So I, I recommend YouTube for the highest quality one, but I am working on getting like all of the qualities better too. So it's, you know, and not that it's not amazing right now, but we're always, you know, yeah. I, I, I like to push <laughs> as much as I can. Yeah. Um, also, we're sponsored by the Jesus Moment Bible Institute. You are the dean of the Jesus Moment Bible Institute. <laughs> dean, founder, 
Dean, what, what does the Dean even do? I, I didn't know Janitor. it other than like make a list. Uh, you know, I actually, I do, I grade papers. I make sure the courses work. I keep the website up. Dean at a free Bible Institute yeah. means I do, I do everything. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a lot of work too. And you know, it's yeah. been awesome. Uh, you've also got the Vineyard Church online, your hub, and also we will keep plugging the Keys Vineyard app. Uh, give it a five-star review. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but, you know, just don't give it, like, anything below five. Five-star <laughs> review on the App Store, Google Play Store. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't think it has any reviews, does it? I, it probably doesn't, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. I think somebody actually rated this podcast four stars on Spotify or, like, <laughs> Apple Music or something. I'm like, but why, though? <laughs> like, it's awesome. Well, we could try harder, you well, know, we with we could probably record and stuff. We could, but we don't want to. We want to just come in and do it and have a good time. So, anyway, uh, this podcast something to shoot at is also made possible in part by viewers like you. <laughs> the PBS logo just flies by. Yeah. Well, and and you know, if you're if you're not watching this, you're doing something else. Exactly. And of all the co-hosts I've ever had, you're one of them. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's, that's, he's, just, he's just picking up a line now. We say we always would tease sometimes. We'd go up to somebody and say. Of all the musicians, you're one of them. Yeah, you're one of them. So, it's not very nice. But it's a thing. Okay, I think that's it. And uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, we're glad you were with us. And at that, let's just say uh, goodbye, Vineyard. Goodbye, Vineyard. God bless you guys. We'll see you soon. <laughs>